0: Hey, what's up guys welcome to the faithful gamers my name is zach
1: and i'm evan thank you guys for joining us for another week we're excited about this week's topics um
0: here's the real question do you remember how many episodes this is because this is a main series so we're keeping i count.
1: don't man this has to be like episode nine
0: that's it, is bro. It, yeah, <laughs> watch it so not be, and we're gonna sound like total idiots.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> it
0: is what it is. We
1: recorded a lot here. Let's let them know this a little bit. We we actually recorded um a lot of episodes ahead of time, uh, because a lot of us have a lot of things going on in life. You know, I got another kid, which I know is not that big of a deal, but you know,
0: you got uh, a wife to take care of that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so and Zach is also moving, so. We're going to be kind of busy in the next few, you know, next month or so. So, yeah, we're, we're just trying to get ahead of the game. So some things we might talk about are already outdated, but that's okay because our opinion is the only one that matters. So
0: as always, yep. as always. Yeah. So I didn't I, I mean, I did mean to interrupt you, but go ahead and talk about what you were already talking about.
1: Yeah. So I'm excited for our topics. We are obviously going to be talking about uh, what we're playing this week. And then we're going to get it to our game topic. We're going to be talking about um, the first game that we ever remember playing. All right. Um, Zach had a good idea of not only talking about the first game we ever remember playing, like when we were little, but maybe talking about the first game on every console that we, we played on that console first. Um, and then after that, our spiritual topic. Um, we're going to be giving our testimonies. I'm excited for that. Mine is a bit more complicated than Zach's. So it's going to be, you're going to hear a lot from me. Uh, it's but, almost like yeah.
0: you think God has done more work in your life because yours is more complicated.
1: <laughs> no, I think I was dumber than you were. And that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he did do more work because I was dumber. <laughs> so, um, we're going to be giving our testimonies. It's just kind of crazy. I've only actually given my testimony one time ever. It
0: was in youth, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was just recently to my youth group, and that was like the first time ever, other than like to my wife. But um, yeah, that's crazy. So,
0: so what we have been playing this week? We gotta keep it consistent, Uh, as always. I can think of three. There's probably another one in there that I cannot remember. So sue me. Number one is already forgot it. Just kidding. (laughs) Made MLB the show twenty two. Just I don't know why. Still on that high. been playing a lot of cyberpunk still and then granted this is going to be a little old so this could be dead but i've been playing roller champions with the boys yeah and that has been a lot of fun but also just as frustrating as literally every other multiplayer game out there
1: yeah roller champions might be dead by the time you hear this but i'm really hoping it's not um it's a really fun game if you haven't heard of it uh
0: it's It's literally
1: yeah it's free on every console uh, and on PC, and you are literally like on roller skates, and it's like an extreme sports game. You got to go around a track. Full
0: contact,
1: yeah, full contact. So, um, it's actually really fun. That's what I've been playing this week as well with Zach and Kieran and Brett. Um, and then we all, I also played some Overwatch this week, <clears throat> and then um, yeah, I've been playing some Overwatch, and we played some Apex too. We actually, so we're part of that indie gaming league. All right, we and you got actually right made this time. it. Huh? Yeah, I got it right. We made it to the playoffs. And we completed week one of the playoffs and moved to week two. So we'll see how we did. I I don't think we did that great yesterday. We got a win. We got one win with, I think, seven kills. um, I'm just wondering if it was...
0: You guys, looking at the scoreboard, you're obviously not going to come in first in this league because you guys had like 180 points and they were like 300.
1: Kieran said that that team didn't go on week seven
0: and yet they're still in first place
1: but wouldn't they be disqualified if they missed a week
0: i think it's two consecutive weeks
1: oh so maybe they're just like yeah we're just we're winning
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're just taking the week off we'll still come back and crush it
1: but even getting in the top four or whatever still impressive dude
0: that's no i mean that's good i'm I I think, not really having watched your games, I'm going to say you're probably going to come in third place. That'd be my guess.
1: I'd be surprised because I think the people in front of us have 60 points more. And I don't think we came close uh, last night to 60 points. So I think the best we did is one game we got 21 points. So
0: that was the win. Yeah, that I thought was a win. win. I would thought first place was worth 15 points.
1: If it is, then. We're a little bit higher than 21. And
0: then you got, like, 11 kills or something like that, or 9 kills? You got
1: 7. 7.
0: So. Oh, okay. Yeah. 22. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. So, it, we'll it's see. not that important overall. <laughs> Next main yeah. episode, we'll probably have an update as to where they landed, I would say. Right?
1: Yeah, I sure hope so, man. I sure hope so.
0: So, our game topic this week, like Evan said, is the first game we can remember playing. We'll start with overall. And it is a, it's a little tougher for me than it is for Evan. I've heard the first game that he's played. Couldn't tell it to you off the top of my head, but I know we've talked about it.
1: I don't. Maybe but we
0: did. I can remember. Oh,
1: before you start, I did want to say I know last main episode we said that we were going to do like 20, 20 questions as a new segment. Oh, we're yes. holding off this week because we want to get feedback. All right. We want you guys to tell us if it's something you enjoy, whether you know me and you text me, that's cool too. Or if you email us, but we want to hear feedback because we don't (laughs) want to, we don't want to do this segment every week and you guys couldn't care less about it. So let us know if you enjoy the 20 questions.
0: If you don't respond, we're going to take that as a seal of approval. Basically we're looking, if you don't want to hear it, tell us, otherwise it's going to keep happening. We're just going to give you a break for the next main episode or two, give it time to come out. So this will sound very confusing to you guys but we're just trying to be nice. So yep. I was saying the I can remember two games and one is in Africa I remember playing. The other one is in the States. However, I don't remember which one came first cuz you know we'd come back and visit family and then go back over. So exactly where so the first one I can remember playing in Africa wow. is Spyro on the PS1.
1: Good, good first game, man.
0: Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's um, the first Spyro or the second Spyro, because I think the second one was probably out by the time I did that. Then in the States, again, I, I'm just full of cop-outs right now. It's technically two games in the States, because my cousins had an N64 in the basement. And they had um, Mario Kart 64 and Mario Party. Mm -hmm. and I know I played both of those all the time, plus they had Smash Brothers, but I think I played Mario Party and Mario Kart first, but I don't know which order. It was probably Mario Kart, to be honest, but I'd say I was probably about six years old or so when that happened. Um, Dang, dude. So, yeah, and like I said, I distinctly remember playing Spyro, when we were living in South Africa, which we moved away from there when I was seven, but we had come back to visit when I was like six or seven. So it's kind of like this, just intertwine some something around there. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: That was a whole lot of explanation for two, possibly three, first games I ever
1: played. <laughs> How about you? For me, I actually started my. My mom told me I don't remember this clearly, but my mom told me I started playing video games at three years old. I, I couldn't tell you them. what game I started playing, but that's when I started. But the first game I remember playing is um, on the Sega Genesis. We, we had a NES and a Sega Genesis. We skipped the Super Nintendo when I was young um, because...
0: You say we, like you had a lot of purchasing power in yeah, the household. like, like I, I had to say <laughs> um, th- My parents said
1: that they skipped the Super Nintendo because, like, at the time Sega was advertising that their console was more powerful and whatnot, so they went with Sega. Um, I, I honestly am glad they went with Sega because I'm a huge Sega fan. I think the Super Nintendo has a great library. I've talked about it before, but Sega's a blast. But what the game I remember is on Sega Genesis. Um, you're not going to believe this. Okay. <laughs> um it is barney bro <laughs> yeah dude i played a dude, whole bunch that's of pretty great yeah, i know i played a whole lot of barney and a whole lot of sonic so like i i guess those kind of tie tie hand in hand
0: Man. but
1: uh yeah barney it was like a you went through different levels and you played as barney and you had a f- fine little kids which kind of sounds weird <laughs> Yeah, it sounds weird. <laughs> if it sounds weird, pedophile simulator it. <laughs>
0: 1998. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it sounds weird when I'm saying it, but like it was like a hide and seek game, okay? So, um, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you play it as Barney, you walk through levels, and you literally just find kids. Like when you oh, find them, name. you press a button, and he does like some heart thing, and the kid jumps out and he hugs them, and then they run. That does sound messed up, doesn't it? Dude, that's so bad. <laughs> yeah, but if you saw it, it, it doesn't look just as bad. As bad. As it <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't look as bad as it sounds. But the, I remember that game in the first Sonic game, but I remember thinking to myself when I was younger, Sonic was just too hard
0: mm, and it frustrated
1: mm. me, so I'd always go back to Barney. So I yeah. wanted to play Sonic more, but I always went back to Barney, man.
0: Yeah. I get that. Well, so since I gave a bunch. Uh, I gave one on the N64. What was your first game you remember playing on the N64? Because I've never played a Sega Genesis.
1: N64 first game I I know a hundred percent that we played was Super Mario 64 because we. That's
0: another one I may have played. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, we got the N64 for Christmas, and I like Super Mario 64 came with it, like ah. Santa Claus brought super mario 64 with it so yeah that's the only game we had for a while and i think like a week later we got mario kart 64 or something
0: okay um how about gamecube for you
1: gamecube dude i re- i'll tell you why i remember this one
0: mm-hmm.
1: so gamecube so the way my family did it I- i'm gonna explain this because it's gonna you're gonna hear this a lot we got <laughs> gamecube for christmas too because the way my family did it was they would wait for the console to come out and then mm-hmm. they wait a year, so all the bugs and all that are out, you know. And
0: the yeah, yeah, where
1: consoles are on the shelf, and then they buy it for us for Christmas the next year. Yeah. So we got GameCube for Christmas, and then we got Star Fox Adventures for GameCube. And um, I remember that was the first game because I played it. I played the beginning of that game so many times because like memory cards are like a new thing when the gamecube came out yeah and i don't think my parents knew you needed it to save a game so, so you I played... would just
0: like keep going and then you turn every it every time and then i pop
1: have... that haunt that game in i had to play the beginning over and over and then i think like a day or two later my parents went out and got a memory card but that's why i remember that man because like i played it i could i could beat the beginning of the game with my eyes closed
0: <laughs> I bet. I, I promise. <laughs> For me, the first game I played on the GameCube was uh, Mario Kart Double Dash. So oh, it's such a good game. Yeah. So believe it or not, this was in Africa, and Nintendo consoles are super rare uh, in Africa. Like they're much more of a, a PlayStation, or at least when I was growing up, they were. So we were at this. Uh, family's house that we went to church with and they had a GameCube. The only game the kid had was uh, Double Dash. What gets me even more is I wanted to play it so bad so we got it to work but the picture would cut in and out because the kid's little brother would sit there and chew on the um, RGB cables so you had to like wiggle it just right we played it i mean maybe four races maybe some um uh what's the is it just versus the battle mode whatever mm-hmm. like balloon battle yep. <clears throat> and then it cut out and dude i'm i'm not even kidding i spent most of the rest of the dinner trying to get it to work <laughs> couldn't get it <laughs> so dude i'd
1: punch <laughs> my brother <laughs> i'd knock him out
0: well you know uh we're not all like you, so there's that.
1: That's true, true. A good thing, too, once you hear my testimony.
0: <laughs> Ain't that the truth. So um, how about moving on to what if we throw a handheld in there, the DS?
1: Let's do it real real quick. I remember my experience with Double Dash. I oh, yeah. actually I didn't experience that game until like later on, the GameCube life. I rented it from um, the video store. So like when family video and all that was still a thing, I rented that game from the store and Mm -hmm. my dad and I beat the snot out of the game because one of you could be throwing stuff. The other one could be driving. Um, We beat the snot out of it, beat everything. And then later on in my life, when I got married to Natalie, um, I never owned the game and I saw it in a store one day and I bought Mm -hmm. it and Natalie and I were hooked. So we beat the snot out of it again. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, we beat. 100%. I mean, it's nice
0: to have those kind of memories, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is, man. I, I enjoyed that. Um, you said DS. Yeah. So, this is funny. My first DS game I remember. I got a DS for my birthday, and okay. the original DS, the gray one, I the silver, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, yeah. came with um, it came with a demo of Metroid Prime Hunters. Okay. So, technically, that's the first, but my parents also got me um, Mario, uh, Super Mario 64 DS. <laughs> so okay. That was technically my first one, too. So, I had those two games, and I played them together. I remember, I remember being a little irritated, because uh, I played the snot out of the DS the first day I got it. And then the next day, I had it on my nightstand charging. I woke up, took it off, opened it up, turned it on, and there was a teeny, teeny, tiny... Pixel that was dead. Oh, a dead! I was pissed, and it's still there. I still have it over there. It's still, uh, it's still dead. You want to hear <laughs> my
0: horror story from the DS? Yeah. Well, let me. So my first game, I got. I think two when I bought it. One I know for sure was Mario Kart DS. I mean, how could you not play that? Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I truly do not remember oh, the other one.
1: I got I a. I got a crazy story about Mario Kart DS. I don't know if I told you. Remind me when okay. you're
0: Okay. So. This is a lot of backstory for this um we had in Africa it was a, a Toyota vehicle called a venture. I don't know if they had them over here. I'd be a little surprised honestly in the back, it had the uh seats that were under the side windows that you could fold down to sit on in the back. you remember mm-hmm. you know the what yeah. the style that I'm talking about. So we spent a lot, a lot, a lot of time at church. So I would open up all the windows or the doors and I would sit in the back with my friends or something. I remember one day, this was probably 2005. um, I had my DS, I think I was playing the Chronicles of Narnia game and tie back to our favorite book episodes if you haven't listened to that one make sure you listen to it Tom and (laughs) Tom doesn't know how to read he ain't gonna listen to it (laughs) (laughs) anyways before we get way off topic um, I was sitting in the back and I set my DS down because either my sister was getting in or one of my friends was getting in and so I went to undo the latch on the other seat so that it could fold down and they could sit there. Guess where I put my DS right no, where the foot dude. hit. Dude, it it hit the top screen, destroyed it. Like it I mean, it it was just black. Nothing would come up. The saving grace was you could play Game Boy Advance games, which I had a lot of still, and you could play it on the bottom screen. So it was not totally yeah. useless. Dude, I remember being so upset. I was so broken hearted.
1: I bet your parents were upset too.
0: Believe it or not, they were. They were so, I don't know if I was crying. (laughs) I I don't remember how emotional I was. I do remember freaking out when it happened though. We had some missionary, or not missionary, a missions team coming uh, uh, however many months later and they actually brought me a new DS. It was blue. They took the silver one back to the States. And then the next time we came to the States, they had repaired it for me. So then I had two DSs, a blue one and a silver one. Do you still have them? No, th- this was before I did my collecting business. Uh. But man, I, I remember being livid with myself. And also being very, very upset. Um, so you were saying your Mario Kart story.
1: Yeah. Was, by the way, I'd be very pissed off if I were you. And one, one time I thought I ruined a, a console. Mm-hmm. I had the Game Boy Advance. I had the see-through Glacier one. And I had just gotten it. Ooh, so I was yeah, playing yeah. the snot out of it. And the game that I played the most on that uh, Game Boy was, um, it was a Game Boy Color game. So there's Wario World 3, uh-huh. Wario Land 3, because I the Wario games are actually really fun. But um, I remember playing it outside, and I left it outside, and it thunderstormed. Oh.
0: And, like, and I was
1: asking my mom, I was in the house, I was like, Mom, where's my Game Boy? I was like, I haven't seen it. And she I got was like, a story oh, to tell know.
0: you about something like this, too, for another console.
1: <laughs> yeah, and she was like, I don't know, last I saw you were playing outside, and I was like... And I ran outside, (laughs) and there it was on the table. It was wet, turned on. And it still works to this day.
0: That is so,
1: so (laughs) lucky. lucky. I know.
0: So, Mario Kart for you.
1: Yes. So, um, I played Mario Kart DS so much that I actually got gold and everything. And then they had, you remember that challenge thing where you could, like, beat bosses and stuff? And you can get, like, three-star rank on them
0: uh i spent most of my time in battle mode honestly so no i don't mm. remember that
1: so they had this like challenge thing where you can complete all these challenges and that at the end you have to beat a boss like one of them's the bullies from mario 64 and you just have to ram into it and push oh stage. I, okay
0: i remember that one mm-hmm.
1: yeah so i beat all those three stars everything and i remember being so excited because this this mario kart had online, you know so like it was a big deal then and it was called, like, Nintendo Wi-Fi at the time. Yeah, and I remember yeah. reading about it in Nintendo Power. So I uh, played online a lot. And I think out of all my online games, I only lost, like, two. And yeah. I remember looking at the Leader Boys at the time, and I was, like, the top one in the world for, like, two months. And then, like, I stopped playing, and I just dropped after that. But, well, of course. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I I was so proud of that I man. I, I'll I'll always to this day brag about that, even though it really doesn't matter now. And you know, but there was only <laughs> one kid pleasant. in my school that I could not beat at all. Like we would, we went to Washington. We brought our DSs. We were playing, and I could not beat this kid. I don't know what he did, but he was extremely good. Hacker had to have been. He was an early <laughs> hacker. Yeah, had to have been. It's not that I'm not better than him. It's just he's hacking.
0: Yeah, of course. So um, I want to go to another handheld console Mm -hmm. simply because I have a story similar to your um, rainstorm one. But before we go to this console, I was going to say, what if we do this one and one other one, and then we can pick up this again because we could talk about this for like a straight hour. We still have to get to our faith topic. So that's true. (laughs) What if we do this one, another like older console And then we can do some of the newer stuff uh, next one. Does that sound fair?
1: Yep, I'm down for that.
0: All right, that's a little tease for everyone, so make sure you come back next week. Or technically two weeks. So the next console I want to do is a handheld. It's the PSP, okay? So the first game I remember playing, Evan and I actually just talked about this recently, was MLB The Show 08. That was... I first remember that... Technically, it also could have been the Ratchet & Clank game on there. I'm not sure which one, but I know it was one of those two. And Evan's holding up his PSP. Looks pretty slick. It's also a lot smaller than I remember it being. But, you know. Anyways, I can remember when we were getting ready to move back to the States was about when that was starting to come out and really be popular. Dude, I wanted one so freaking bad, and I actually got one. Super, super happy. Anyways, my story with that is um when i was when I first got it, so it was probably eighth grade, I believe it or not still had a bedtime then uh because I always needed a lot of sleep, my parents Bro, you still would...
1: have a bedtime,
0: yes, but it's self imposed <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> my parents a had a bedtime for me oh
1: okay. because
0: <clears throat> even though I was a teenager, like if I didn't get enough sleep, I was like a legitimate mess, so they whatever it was. I mean it it was early. It was like nine o'clock on school nights or something like that. So um I remember laying in bed and I was playing a game of um MLB the show and I was like, Oh man, I got poop. I was like, This was the first time I ever took a piece of technology into the toilet. So I take it in there, sneak into the bathroom with the PSP because I was like, what are my parents going to think if I'm taking this into the bathroom past my bedtime? So, you know, Mm -hmm. I do my business. I'm like, "All right, I got to hide it. And I sleep in my boxers. So, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to put it in the waistband like uh, some girls do with their cell phones. Just kind of like sticking out a little bit that way. If they glance at my hands, I don't have anything in my hands. So, I stand up, flush. I put the PSP in my pocket, I turn, it slides out immediately, right in the toilet. Bro!
1: (laughs) Like, was the the toilet full of water already, too? Bro! I would have freaked out.
0: Believe it or not, that thing still worked, just like your Game Boy did, man. I don't know how, but I was terrified terrified i was and it wasn't that long after i got it too, maybe like a month or two so it was still brand new and i dropped it in the toilet bro thankfully it was clean water but man it, it probably didn't work for about a day you know because everything was wet but when it dried out it, yeah it worked it worked fine but man dude I I, been like terrible. my heart stopped i was oh, I bet, dude. so
1: scared that's what my heart felt like when I realized I left it outside through an entire thunderstorm, bro. Uh,
0: okay, so PSP, you. What was the first game you ever played?
1: So, ever played? I never owned a PSP when I was younger. My friend Edwin did. Edwin listens to this podcast, so shout out to you, buddy. Hey, hey, But But uh, I do remember um, Edwin playing the game a ton, or the PSP a ton when he was over. And I would like play here and there, but I couldn't tell you what game I played first on that console. But I could tell you what game I played when I got the PSP about a year ago. Um okay. it's actually in there right now. It is Ratchet and Clank: Size Matters.
0: That's so. that's the one that I played. That could have been first, yeah. That's yeah, a dude, good it,
1: game man. I think you actually got that. For, I have two PSPs, by the way. Did you know you that? had
0: me buy one, and um, for you, it was like ten bucks, but the battery didn't work.
1: Yeah, and then I got a new battery and then the disc tray didn't work, but that's easy to replace. And so now I have two PSPs. I have a grey one and a black one. So look at that. I um, got
0: you the gray one, the silver one.
1: Yeah. And it came with that game. It came with um National Treasure, which is nuts to <laughs> me that you watch the movies on that. And I and when I bought this black one, it came with uh Spider Man two with Tobey McGuire. I
0: had uh uh Ricky Bobby ballot or uh Talladega Nights Ballad of Ricky Bobby on DVD or on the UMD I bought that on a class trip to Washington DC because I was like my parents can't see me buying a PG-13 movie
1: <laughs> dude it's nuts that like we watched it on that and we were like man this is awesome such high quality but when I bought my PSP, I popped in Spider Man. I was like, I can't even tell what's going on. Like, what the heck is this? Is this Andrew
0: Garfield or is this Tobey Maguire? They look the exact same on this pixelated garbage.
1: Yeah, dude, uh, it, it was it was something else though. That PSP is something else. I remember always wanting one, but my parents really didn't want me to get one. And I remember like when the you remember the DSI?
0: Yeah, I never had one of those because I had the right. I didn't either. DS. I
1: I always wanted one, and but they got my sister one like years later but i remember they had a sale for dsi in the mall and we yeah. were there and i was telling my parents like can i get one and they were like telling me no and i like got so pissed off yeah good time i was probably like high school <laughs> i was gonna say 16 or
0: 17
1: <laughs> yeah it's probably high school honestly <clears throat> but yeah um okay we're gonna so do what older console did you want yes do? i was gonna
0: say this is the last console and you kind of already mentioned it but i want to say the super nintendo
1: Mm.
0: because so i'll I'll just do mine i'll get mine because you probably have more of a story um never owned one still don't own one i only found out they existed when i was probably 15 because in my mind the very first console in the world was the n64 when i was younger yeah my at my grandparents farm my uncle and his kids my cousins live just half a mile down the road. I was over there one day, and I saw this console. I had no idea what it was, and it was the Super Nintendo. So I turned it in. First game that's on there, Super Mario Brothers 3. So that is the first Super Nintendo game I ever played. And Super
1: Mario Brothers 3 wasn't on Super Nintendo, bro.
0: Then I don't know. No, maybe. Ooh, maybe it was
1: maybe. NES. Mario, Super Mario World was Super Nintendo.
0: That's what it was. Super Mario World. Thank you. Where you get Thank Yoshi. You. Yes.
1: Yep. <clears throat> so uh, I never owned it either, like I just said. Um, but I did play it so I I played games for the Super Nintendo because I actually I don't I don't know I, I don't know if you call it hacked or jailbroke, whatever the week. Yeah. Um, with the homebrew channel, so I played a ton of Super Nintendo games. Can't tell you what was my first, but my first when I bought the Super Nintendo was Super Mario World. Um, <clears throat> Natalie really, really, really liked Super Mario World, and she uh, beat that game. That was like the first game she ever beat. Really, and um, yeah, it's the first game Natalie ever beat.
0: I find that amazing. Um,
1: and she did it when she was younger too. And we were at the store one day, saw that they had Super Mario World, so. I bought that and then uh we played it together. And I think she beat it again. And um yeah, so that was the first game I ever played.
0: Very cool. So we had
1: the same same game there, bro. Look and I think that, I have man. two copies. I was just looking. I think I have
0: two. Uh, okay. Well, while Evan's going to look at that, like I said a few minutes ago, we need to cut this off because it's already gone longer than I'm sure either of us thought it would, but are we really surprised? So, nope. You only have one copy. Or when exactly, Uh, as long as it? For any of you listening, if he's harder to hear, he's far away from the computer. Right.
1: Yeah, I only have one copy of that, but I have two copies of Donkey Kong Country 2 and two copies of Super Mario Kart. I couldn't tell Mm -hmm. you why. Interesting.
0: In case I ever get one, you're going to give one to me. Yeah, sure, that's
1: it.
0: We are going to move on to our faith topic. And like Evan said, it's going to be our testimonies. Uh, Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh mine's kind of long. So, that's up to you. Maybe how about I'll just I don't want to say get mine out of the way, but like you said I'm smarter than you are, so it's not going to yeah, take Yeah, pretty much. Long, okay.
1: All right. Cool.
0: Good to know. So, truthfully though, mine I I almost feel like I have a lame testimony. Not because any testimony is lame, but uh was born into a Christian household. My parents are missionaries, were missionaries. They've retired. They're still pastors, though. Um, So, I mean, my mom took me to church the first time when I was two weeks old. So I have just been inundated with Christianity my entire life. So I can remember saying my, uh, you know, the salvation prayer, Probably four, maybe five. I got baptized by my dad, which is pretty cool, I think, in uh, a good friend's pool, like with the church when I was, again, four or five. It wasn't long after that. I can still remember bits and pieces about that. And then, I mean, like, it was just constant church, like all the time. I wouldn't necessarily say I was like a, a, I don't want to say not a strong Christian, but I wasn't like one of those bible thumping kids that you look at you're like all right they're homeschooled in a holiness church because look at the way he dresses he doesn't know how to interact with people like you know I played video games I watched pg movies oh I, you sinner I know I know so then probably 13 14 was about when I started getting in trouble with porn truthfully um I, I got to bring that up part of the testimony like I I don't wanna say, oh, I'm almost perfect, but like that is literally the biggest struggle that I've had. Like I've never done drugs. I you know, I don't smoke. I might drink every once in a while. I you if know, you're I listening,
1: don't... Mr. and Mrs. Crocker, he does not drink. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had to cover I mean, up for you, bro. Like,
0: like, here I'm trying to be honest. <laughs> You're pretending I'm 16. Um, but like, even when I had my first alcoholic drink, I, it wasn't until I was 21. Like, I didn't do the underage thing. I've never smoked. I don't cuss. Um, I might say, uh, I guess technically, you know, I've said a cuss word, but it's in like context of a story or. Or something but it's never like I stub my toe and I say a, a curse word not that that necessarily makes it better whatever self-justification so it was truly porn like that's what it was I was addicted for years I can remember being at a um uh all-nighter it was a prayer meeting at church from 2007 into 2008 for the new year and I The everyone who was in the church, we were just walking around the sanctuary. Like it was just a time of prayer for like hours. And my prayer revolved around no more porn in 08. It didn't work. I wasn't, I mean, not that I'm still strong enough, but you know, whatever it was gave into temptation. I mean, all the way through high school, my parents caught me one time that still comes in my mind and it is quite literally one of the worst experiences of my life. Um, I'll have to tell you how it happened after this, because this should be a serious thing, not a moment of sheer terror that uh, I'm I'm remembering. (laughs) So, you know, even after I met Courtney, it still happened. Uh, But, you know, being honest with the group of guys here and Evan and praying real hard, getting real focused on the Bible, that has helped a lot. I couldn't tell you how long it's been since I had, since I stumbled because it's been a while and I don't necessarily want to keep a token. Like if I was going to, uh, porn addicts anonymous, you know, uh, porn addicts anonymous, because like, it's not, it's not me. It's truly, it's just, it's God. Like if it wasn't for him, I'd still be craving that stuff. So anyways, all that to say, you know, like that's been my big struggle. And so my testimony is that God has brought me through that. I mean, God has been good. Life is not easy for anyone, but God has truly blessed me. I have had a great family, a solid upbringing, been very fortunate. I'm not going to deny that to anyone. So my testimony, as bad as it sounds, is like, I almost feel like this is the good that God can give, even when I haven't been the strongest in my faith or stumbled or, you know, whatever. But I've never had those issues of doubt about my faith or like any of that. like, just always believed you know does that make sense never fallen yeah, away never had to come back like aside from covid and getting a grown-up job and having to work sundays i've been at church i probably like purposefully knock onto church 10 15 times in my entire life mm-hmm. and 95 percent of those have been within the last three years you know so yeah. anyways like i said been very blessed and i'm I've still got a heck of a lot of work to do, so that's why I've been working on prayer, which I haven't been super good with, to be honest, recently. But I'm still going strong on my Bible streak, and um, you know, feeling like this. You're about a streak board
1: but... about the reading.
0: Oh, sorry, that's what I'm. I meant oh, I don't man. just open the app <laughs> and say, "All right, my streak's gone up." Let me look it up real quick because I have it on my home screen. I'm well, actually I actually failed reading... back
1: at Easter, so
0: that's right. I'm at 141 right now.
1: I'm at 44.
0: So, I mean, I knew you were close around 100 days for me, but that that truly has helped me because I don't just read the verse of the day. Like, I have three different plans that I'm working through right now, reading a little bit. It's just a few minutes, and I ruminate on it every day, and it's good. It's been really good. And I mean, like, I'm reading, I think, James in one, Mark in another, Psalms in another, and then I think that one just switched over to Proverbs as well so Mm. getting a little bit of everything but that i know it still went on for a few minutes but that's really my testimony like god is good i have been very fortunate i've always believed that sum it up okay without sounding too braggy
1: and i i apologize today because i sent you that text that i had gotten today (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i didn't even think about it till just now not trying to make you stumble or anything but yeah, that wow. text threw me off. Evan
0: Evan got a spam text from a random number of a lady lifting up her shirt, covering herself, but you know, yeah. giving you a little clue of what's underneath. So yeah, yeah. thanks I, for and, causing a brother to almost stumble, bro. Yeah,
1: Just there care. you go. And and I sent I told my wife immediately, for those of you out there. Oh, so yeah. So she knew about it immediately. I deleted it. And I story. deleted it
0: from my phone too. I got yeah. I got proof I can show Evan of, right now. But story. I'm sure he believes so, me
1: yeah i believe you um so yeah my testimony i wish it was as plain and simple as that um
0: <laughs> but it almost I shows will... like god does so much more in
1: <laughs> yeah yeah in stupid
0: people's lives
1: <laughs> i made him work for it yeah <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: you're gonna get to heaven yeah, god's uh, gonna be like you hey, remember that podcast episode yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. God's gonna be like, you remember what you said? You want to answer for that? No, I do like, not. No,
0: no. Remember, I'm stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't you remember what I said?
0: Yeah. Um, anyways, anyways.
1: Yeah, it. I I grew up in a Christian home as well. Uh, I my mom was Catholic. She never really went to church other than like the holidays. Um, but my dad. We grew up in a Somebody's God Pentecostal church, so he would take us to church every Wednesday, every Sunday, when whenever he didn't have to work. Sometimes he have to work nights, so we didn't go on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he'd have to work, you know, late on a Saturday. We wouldn't go on Sunday. It really depended. However, he made sure that we were at church, and I never really felt forced, but I felt it was a necessity. You know, my you never brothers. had a choice. Yeah, I never had a choice, but I never felt forced. I just felt it was a necessity, and. Um, I remember around, I think it was like seven years old. I, I gave my life to Christ and, um, I remember praying that prayer. And then in seventh grade, I got hey seven, seven, never thought about it. (laughs) Um, in seventh grade, I got, I remember distinctly being at camp and I didn't want to go to camp. And at the time I had a huge Afro, I was known as like Afro kid. I remember Um,
0: those pictures
1: yeah ugly looking thing and um still just no hair i i remember being at camp and they had an altar call for if you felt called to ministry and i just stood there for a while um (laughs) but then i really felt god tugging on my heart so um i went up to pray i remember uh kneeling at the altar praying and you know people were laying hands on me whatever um I didn't really focus on that, but I I was saying, God, I I know you're calling me, but I don't know to what, Mm -hmm. um,
0: like whether it was missions or pastoring or
1: yeah. And then as I was praying that God laid youth on my heart Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where I was like, Oh, maybe I'll be a youth pastor one day. And, um, so that being said, I, um,
0: that was seventh grade. Everyone remember it. Yeah, she goes off grade. the rails.
1: I'm sure. So it definitely does. So I I didn't really um, get into wanting to date or girls or anything until like freshman year. Was and it boys before, before freshman then? year? Yeah, it was
0: boys. <laughs> sorry, play, I'm yeah, sorry. This yeah. is supposed yeah. to be serious. Yeah. yeah, see, it's supposed to be um,
1: serious. I was, oh so were, I was so genuine. You were. You were. I just dang it.
0: I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I just can't. I'm legit so who's sorry. So,
1: co-host? So, anyways, um. I uh, I was very um, into video games, comic books, trading cards, all that kind of stuff. More focused um, on
0: that than girls is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, and I kind of felt like the church looked down upon that, mostly because if I brought a Pokemon card into the church, I was a sinner. I brought a Yu-Gi-Oh card in, I was a sinner. I brought a Bible card in, I was a sinner. You know, like, it, I couldn't win. And then I remember in, you know, second grade, third grade, something like that, I got in trouble for bringing a power ranger toy to school to show my friends at lunch, because when I was in kindergarten to third grade, I went to a Christian school
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, or no second grade. I went to a Christian school and then third grade. I moved to public, but um, <clears throat> yeah, so I got in trouble for a power ranger cause it was demonic. And I still remember the guy that told on me, he's a teacher at that school now. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I, uh, I remember seeing a stupid finger point at me and I was like, oh, I, I know what I'm going to get in trouble for. But anyways, um, yeah, so I kind of, I didn't fall away, but I kind of was a little irritated because I was like, you know, I I love this kind of stuff. This stuff interests me. It's interesting to me. It keeps me entertained. It keeps me away from some things I could be doing mm-hmm. and God doesn't love me because of it. You know, so I had to yeah. work through that myself. Um, that's kind of why we want to do this podcast, but, um. Then, freshman year, I started getting interested in girls, and our church did this thing called um fine arts. So, mm-hmm. you know, you would do, like, mm-hmm. skits. I
0: would say, if you're a member of the Assemblies of God, you know what fine arts yeah,
1: is. Yeah, you know exactly what fine arts is. And um, <clears throat> I was heavily involved in that. And there was also a girl that was heavily involved. Not going to name names, but this girl... um Was very involved in it, and we ended up going bowling one night as a youth group. And my friend Jared wouldn't go bowling without me. So I was like, you know what, I'll go with you to this event. I plan on skipping it, play games, but I was like, you know, I'll go. So I go with them, and this girl that was heavily involved in fine arts with me, I started gaining interest in her. However, I found out that Jared was very interested in her as well. And he had a cell phone at the time. My parents' rule was I can't have a cell phone until I can pay for it. So I didn't have one. Um, They traded numbers because she had one too. And they started texting, talking to each other a lot. And um, they started dating. And I was a little irritated because, you know, I really liked her. I think he knew that. I know he knew that. And um, (laughs) they dated for like a month. You know, it wasn't even that long. I know. Back then it felt like an eternity. But it was like a month. And then they broke it off. And then I found out my friend Edwin, again, Edwin mm-hmm. props to you, mentioning you again. Um, Edwin and I have been friends since kindergarten. Um, I found out that he really liked her because he told me one day, and I had really liked her, so now that Jared was out of the picture, I thought I'd step in. Um, however, Edwin called me, and he was like, man, you know, there's this girl that goes to my school, I really like her, her name's so-and-so, and I was like, son of a gun. Like that's You better be talking about
0: a different so-and-so. <laughs>
1: i was like dang it so um he asked me if i would ask her out for him because he was a little shocked so yeah that's <laughs> edwin, how it went come on bro yeah a little punk so i remember um talking to her and i was like hey you know like i'm friends with this kid named edwin he goes to your school do you know him and she was like oh yeah i know edwin he's really nice that little puerto rican boy <laughs> i was like yeah that, that's him so uh <laughs> You know, we started talking about him, and I was like, hey, you know, he really likes you. You know, he kind of wanna wants to go out on a date with you. And she was, like, looking kind of sad. And she was like, oh. And I was like, well, you know, is it a yes or no? Or she was like, well, I thought you were going to ask me out because I really like you. And I was like, well, screw Edwin. Yeah. <laughs> so I I pretty much did, though. So I was like, oh, well, we can go out then. <laughs>
0: like Because I so like, like you,
1: too. Yeah. So, um, we dated for a while, kept it a secret from Edwin and that, that's kind of, I felt bad for that. Um, I, um, really, I remember when Edwin found out that was, that was a hard conversation to have. I think he stopped talking to me for like a month or two. Um, you know, I, I kind of told him, bro, like you should have made your move. You know, I was kind of very mean about it. Um. And then that relationship lasted for a while. I think like six months. It was a long, long relationship. A long
0: time when you're that young.
1: A long time when you're that young. And I remember um, it was... I remember a lot of people warning me that she was cheating on me and I didn't really want to believe it. So I kind of ignored all those warning signs. But turns out she did. So there's that. Um, she also told me like I was the first one she was ever going to say I love you too. But anyways... Before all that, we were at her house one night, and, um, we were just watching a movie innocently, and I remember telling my parents, oh, her dad will be there, whatnot. He wasn't. Her parents were home. Her parents were divorced. She lived with her dad at the time. He wasn't home. Um, it was just me, her, and we brought a friend from youth to keep us accountable. However, I did not realize that this friend was in on this little scheme, this little whatever you want to call it, um... She, her, we were in the living room afterwards and she, um, told her friend to, I saw her whisper something I didn't know at the time, but when I thought back to it, I kind of figured it out, but her friend left the room and then mm-hmm. she comes up to me and starts kissing me and all that, you know, and I'm an, I'm a freshman, bro. I'm fresh meat. So like, of course I'm getting a little excited, you know, a girl's kissing me and whatnot. And, um, then she asked me, she's like, did you want to go up and see my room? And I was like. In my head, I was like, well, heck yeah. But at the time, I was like, well, I know I shouldn't because I know what the Bible says. And I remember telling her, I really don't think it's a good idea. And she started laughing at me. (laughs) She started laughing at me, calling me prude and everything. And luckily, (laughs) my ride showed up. So, and, And I'm a fat man now, but in high school, I was actually in good shape, have pictures to prove it. So, in high school, I was a lot skinnier, had a lot more muscle on me. Um, So, I remember getting in the car. Her friend gave me a speech about how I should have just done it, all that. I was really disappointed in myself. Shortly Mm. after that, she broke up with me, uh, admitted she cheated on me. And uh, she broke up with me because she said that, you know, I was prude. I wasn't willing to go further. She loved me. I didn't like her. I didn't love her. Blah, blah, blah.
0: As a freshman.
1: Yeah. End of that. All right and that really hits you when you're a freshman because you're naive and young you're But like,
0: that's um, the only shot i had
1: at love yeah that was it that's the only fish in the sea but i uh yeah i remember talking to my dad about it bro he was not like my dad was like you seem upset and i was like yeah me and molly just broke up he's like oh
0: you said you weren't gonna we say get names, over it bro
1: uh, oh yeah my bad well her name's whatever so anyways <laughs> um so i i told him i was like yeah me I mean so so broke up and he's like oh well you'll get over it <laughs> that was it <laughs> so so yeah that was that was that and uh i remember it it didn't take long for me to get over it and she still wanted to be friends and like we're friends on facebook i don't really talk to her but keep up with her life so she likes a photo of mine i like a photo of hers you know we're still great friends so um yeah, that's, that's the end of that. We we never really talked to each other. Um, but then there was this other girls very interested in youth group.
0: Now, let me ask you this. Is this your testimony or just girls that you've uh, dated?
1: Oh, no, this is my testimony. <laughs> oh, this is my testimony, bro. Because this is a lot of what God pulled me out of, and it all leads up. So, <clears throat> after that, another girl is interested in youth group. However, Jared was interested in this girl as well. Um, Jared tried helping me. Sorry, I just said another name. Oh you, no! you have already Jared
0: said before. his name.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So Jared tried helping me get over this previous girl by introducing me to pornography in my own house. All right, so that was my introduction to it. I got very hooked on it uh, was very it, quickly.
0: Uh, computer or magazine? Computer.
1: So you know he was that showing was me my some websites so, too. Yeah, dude. It on dial-up internet, so we waited for the video to load. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, we, I got very hooked on that very quickly. However, I realized that he really liked this girl. I also knew that there was somebody in our youth group who was very, very good at spreading rumors. And (sighs) I used that man. So I started going around telling, well, not going around. I just told that one person about some of Jared's secrets and mistakes and struggles that he has. Knowing fully well that that person is going to tell everyone in the youth group. And they did. And Jared left the church because of it. Wow. Um, I remember at the time I was very happy because now that girl's all mine. And um, I remember his dad even.
0: A very 15 year old or 14 year old thing to think at the time.
1: Yeah. And I remember his dad even coming up to me and like crying because his son no longer believes in God, he doesn't want anything to do with the church. Um, he hates God, and Jeez. I remember literally his dad, he, I don't think his dad knew what I had done, um, mm-hmm. but his dad asked me to talk to Jared and try to get him to come back, and I was like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and, and I looked in this man's eyes, and I couldn't have cared less about Jared. So, Dude,
0: that's cold.
1: Yes, so that's where my heartlessness comes from, I guess. So anyways, <clears throat> yeah, so Jared left church. Girl was all mine. I got into this relationship. Now, <clears throat> this relationship lasted a long time. This one lasted three years of my life. Um, wow. Yeah. That and it was not not healthy at all at any point ever in my life. I, um... <clears throat> did you send me something, Zach?
0: No, it was a, an accidental notification. Okay. Ignore. So,
1: sorry about that. <clears throat> I... Um, I remember it not being very healthy ever at all. Mm-hmm. And, um, we started to kind of read the Bible together, started to pray together a little bit. And then we started not doing it. Oh, by the way, the previous girlfriend doesn't believe in God either. She only came to church because of me, which was great. Um, <clears throat> this girl, she believed in God, but she had a lot of other things wrong with her. She didn't think she was beautiful. She was suicidal. She cut herself all the time. Um, so I wanted I felt like she was my um challenge, my mission, you know, like Your project to try to help her out. Yeah, my project. So I stuck with her. Um there's a lot of times I wanted to break it off. She told me she would kill herself if I did. Um so I I stuck with it even though I was very unhappy. <clears throat> then we got into a little bit more physical stuff than we should have. We never had sex. Um came very close and I'll get to that. Um, but we did everything, but all right. So
0: essentially I'm not,
1: yeah, I'm not going to get in, into detail, but we, we basically did everything else, but you know, um, <clears throat> I did want to make her feel really beautiful because she f- said she didn't, she told me at one point she and wanted to be a prostitute. Yeah. And I was a horny kid. Um, she told me at one point she wanted to become a prostitute, Whatnot. not. So <clears throat> I started really, 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 really watching porn because I wanted to practice, you know, because that's how you it. that's how you like not practice, but like get advice, you know, so like I was watching. hole. yeah, that's how she sounds. So, oh, um, oh, yeah, it's awful, isn't it? So I um, watched a whole bunch of porn because I wanted to be ready and we were going on this youth trip out of state and her and I made the plan once we get back, we're having sex, you know, like we've done everything already, we're going to have sex. So we go on this youth trip. And honestly, I couldn't tell you what the youth trip was about because I was so focused on we're having sex and I get back, you know, um, I remember where it was. And I remember the games and stuff. Don't remember a single lesson because I was not focused on God. Um, I remember some of my friends were trying to focus on God because they knew this was it. Like we were I think we're juniors or seniors at the time. Mm -hmm. And this was like their chance to get right with God before they go on with their life. I distracted them from that. That's on me. And a lot of those people that I distracted during that time could have been their last chance. However, they, uh, most of them aren't following Christ to this day. Um, I remember when we got back from the trip, we planned it. It was going to be at my house. And I remember my parents were home. She was over at this point. Our parents trusted us with everything because you know we we put on a good face at church, we put on a good face around people, um, but they shouldn't have trusted us. Right. We were at my house, and I remember she got naked, I got naked, we were ready, it was about to happen, and just like that, I couldn't do it. And you know the weird thing is when I would watch porn, my whole body would shiver. Yeah. And I felt so uncomfortable and scared. And that same feeling hit me when I, when I tried to have sex with this girl. And I remember telling her, get your clothes on. And like, I was embarrassed. I put my clothes back on. She put hers on. I was like, you just, you have to go. And like that hurt her more. You yeah. Know? So we had to work through that. And, um, our relationship was on and off. It got to the point where I'd call her and be like, Hey, are we dating today? And then she'd get mad and break up with me. Um, <laughs> So it it was it was a bad bad relationship, and during that time I was questioning God because I was like, I'm trying to help this girl, um, nothing's By working. Taking you know. it to her. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to help this girl. So like, uh, clearly I was not reading my Bible during this relationship. I was not praying during it, you know. But I was I was mad at God because I was trying to help this girl and He was not helping me help that's,
0: her. That's that's the crazy part is, you don't read your Bible because when you do in a situation like that you hear things or when you're praying you feel the conviction and you're like yeah but i kind of want to do this so it's just easier for me if i ignore what god is telling me right
1: now yeah
0: and then god why aren't you helping me (laughs) and god's like you moron yeah
1: and i know like that shaking and everything when i was about to have sex with her i know that was god protecting me because i knew in my mind and in my heart what i was doing was wrong Mm -hmm. and so uh through that time of us breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, I was a mess spiritually. And I remember I was at a uh party with a whole bunch of friends, and they were talking about witchcraft and demonic things, and I started really getting into that. Alright. And I was not reading my Bible. I was not, you know, in my word or in God's word. I was not praying. I was not I was I was skipping church a lot. So I started really being interested in the demonic world. Mm -hmm. Um, Started looking into it, started looking into witchcraft a lot. And my dad had always told me that we had witches in our family. Um, So I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. That was a real thing. Um, Started looking into that. And I remember getting to a very dark place in my life. I'm not going to tell everything. But what I will say is the, the, the one thing that brought me back was um I was night I was at night, I was sleeping, sixteen years old, maybe seventeen. Um I remember having this dream and it was a it was like I was up in the sky looking down and it was this pirate ship. And I remember seeing a cloaked figure, couldn't see his face, and he pointed directly at me, who was floating in the sky looking at this, mm-hmm. with a very raspy, dark voice saying There he is. And I remember waking up with a pain in the middle of my back. I could not move. And I was hurting so bad. And I remember turning my head and seeing the face of a demon inches from my face.
0: Oh, I remember you telling me that story.
1: And I know 100% it was real. And I was so terrified, I couldn't even scream. Like I opened my mouth and nothing came out. And I remember getting up out of bed, stumbling, opening my door, running down the hall as a 16-year-old, 17-year-old boy, running down the hall, looking back, still seeing it make eye contact with me, running into my dad's room being like, dad, 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 dad. Like waking him up and telling him what I saw. My dad was like, oh, you're crazy, blah, blah, blah. And I had to go back to that room. And so I go turned on the freaking on the couch, light, man. I was scared to go downstairs. What would be down? That's
0: there. true. That's true. I forgot <laughs> your house was two so stories.
1: So I walked back in. There was nothing there. I turned on the light. I didn't sleep the rest of the night. I no. kept the light on all night. I kept it on all night. And so that is when I told myself I have to get right with God. All right. But I wanted to make sure I was following the right God. So I was questioning whether the God of the Bible was the right God. So I started looking into mythological gods, you know, Norse mythology, Greek mythology. I started looking into all of that because I was like, you know, Buddha. I I looked into all of it because I was like, I want to know if he is the right God. And throughout all of this too, I want to mention, I I struggled with anger. All right. I didn't didn't talk about that much, but struggle with anger, beat a lot of people up, um, punched a lot of things I shouldn't have. Um, struggle with it very, very badly. Um, and a lot of that came from my porn addiction too. Uh, when I didn't get that dose that I usually got, I would lash out. So, um, but yeah, I, I studied all those different gods, all those different myths and whatnot. And the only one that made sense was the God of the Bible. And I could not, I could not deny it. it. Yeah, I, I couldn't. So that was my final decision. I was like, I have to get right with God, and he is the only God. And at this point in my life, I was struggling with anger, and I wanted to go to the military. And the only reason I wanted to go to the military was to kill people. I hated I hated people. I hated them. I didn't, I didn't like them, didn't care about them, didn't want anything to do with them. I got to such a dark place in my life that that anger overcame me, and I wanted to see people die and suffer. And I wanted to go to the military because it would give me a free reign to do that, to kill them. So that was my plan. Ignore my calling. was going to go to the military, go to the Marines, kill people. That's what I wanted. Um, but then <clears throat> a lot of stuff happened with that relationship. And um, it ended up breaking off. Um, it, it was me. I, I broke it off for good. I'm not going to say why. But 100% was unhealthy. Um, I broke it off for good and broke all contact with her. Deleted her on every social media. Deleted her number. Blocked her number. Broke everything. Um, and after that, I I remember this is this is a crazy crazy thing that happened to me. I remember I was like, since this girl's out of my life now, I have to do everything in my power to get right with God. And I remember god my parents were out with my little they took my little sister out because they were at their friend's house and i was just home alone and i remember god wanting me to pray and i didn't know why but he wanted me to pray and i remember putting on some worship music and i remember praying and praying and praying and i remember feeling uneasy and looking up and that same demon that was in my room before was now standing in the kitchen or dinette area. Mm -hmm. Um, I was not as terrified because I had been praying for a while for about an hour. And I feel that's why God wanted me to pray. And I gained courage. And I remember speaking out against it and it turned the corner and I followed and it was gone. Um, ever since then, I have seen other things, but I've gained courage through it, um, through Christ, obviously. Um, and those are stories for another time. But um, through that, God reminded me of my calling. However, because of all the people I hurt, there, there was multiple people I pushed away from church. You know, just a, Jared and that other girl is just two of them that I mentioned, but there was multiple other people. Through that, God told me that I have to go make right with everyone I wronged. And I always tell my friends that I don't get embarrassed easily. And this is why, like I've been, I've been through a lot of embarrassing things in my life. I've, when I was, you know, going through all this crap, I went streaking a lot. All right. It was a dumb thing to do, but I did it. Um, but this is why I don't get embarrassed easily because that was the most gut wrenching walk of my life. Having to go up to every single person, and tell them what I did, why I did it, and that I am sorry. And I still remember the conversation I had with Jared. I remember um, telling him, that saying, you know, horrible. like, this is why I did it. I, I did it because I, I was nervous that you were going to get this girl, and I wasn't. I spread the rumors because I don't, I don't, you know, like, I didn't know at the time if he knew or not, but he did. And I told him, I was like, I spread the rumors, and, you know, I told everyone that. And he was like, I just don't get why you did it. I told him why. And, um, that was the end of it. Never talked to him ever again. Man. I apologize to him. I don't know. I, I believe he forgave me. I think he said he did. Um, but yeah, that was the end of that. I know Edwin forgave me. Um, but I, I had to, I had to confront a lot of people, even the past girlfriends I had, I had to confront a lot of people and I knew I had to do it if I wanted my walk with God to be right. Yeah. And, um, shortly after that, you know, like I said, he reminded me of my calling and I uh, started pursuing youth ministry again. I decided not to join the military last minute. Um, And Natalie and I had met at the very end of senior year and we were literally just friends. We just hung out just as friends. And then we started, you know, showing interest in each other more than that. And we started dating and I knew that Natalie was right because it started out with us reading the Bible every night together, praying every night together. Um, we wouldn't go to bed unless we prayed together. And that was the difference between all of my relationships. So out of all of this, you know, this time of, of struggles with all these relationships, with all my anger, all my lust, everything, everyone I wronged, manipulated and hurt in my life, mm-hmm. God brought me out of all of that. And um, it's here I am today. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's long-winded, man, but like all of it connects and No, I, see, I mean, I know, definitely
0: see why you why you wanted to.
1: Yeah, and it, it it's it's crazy. If I could if I was even able to get into half of my anger, man, like I, I wish I could, but I still struggle with it today. Um I just I broke our screen door a couple weeks ago. So not but I'll ago, say a month I
0: mean <laughs> not that this is a, a kudos to you thing, but I mean, I remember when we were first being friends or start becoming friends and I mean we have almost texted every single day since we became friends um and oh I got a hair in my mouth how I didn't even have my mouth open during that how do I I don't even know <laughs> anyways you were at a different church than I was you were you and Natalie were on staff and there was someone who like said something or I think it may have even just been like touched your face which you told me you hated and you said you had to walk outside because if you stood in front of him, you were going to kill him. And l- yeah. like, Grant, I like I said, uh, anger is not something I struggle with. But you have clearly made progress through it all because, like, I hardly ever hear you say you got you get pissed. Like, yeah, your cats are one thing, but it's <laughs> it's different when it's like your kid. Oh yeah, maybe the old you your kid would have punched you in the nuts and you would have punched him back. But like the, you, you yeah. get what I'm saying? Like there's, Oh yeah.
1: And, and you, you know, you like, have
0: gotten better. Thanks to God. Yeah.
1: When I was, when I was in high school, man, I, um I smashed someone's head into a locker, made him bleed. I, I was a very angry man, dude. And, um,
0: kid really? is it, still,
1: it, yeah. And well, even man, cause it, it went into my marriage with me and, I remember early on in our marriage, I had to go to counseling at AG headquarters because I I was like I can't. I wasn't
0: going to bring that up. I know you told me, but that's not my (laughs) my secret to share.
1: Yeah, I. But that is true, man. I hate when people touch my face. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. But I do remember when they touch. I still remember who was when they touched my face. I I had to walk out. I walked out of the church. I had to.
0: Anyways, that I mean, uh, do you have anything else to add to your testimony? Because I mean, there are obviously. Lots of stories that we could give more specific.
1: Um, to what God? Did. Not not specifically that I can think of. I just know. Um, I'm just happy with where I'm at today, man. I yeah. I know I still struggle with some things, and I know God's still working on me, like He is everyone. Right. But um, yeah that that was a very hard point in my life that I and I and I dealt with cussing. I know Zach said he didn't. I did it all the time when I was in high school. Um.
0: That's just, know, that brought me out of that. That always made me feel dirty. I was like, you can't be a it, Christian it, and cuss.
1: It, it made me feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I said bad when word, I get angry, I'm bro. I'm a bad kid. Yeah. When I, when I get angry, you can stop my mouth. But yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I think that was really good to hear. Even for me, you know, I've been best friends with Evan for years now. And I had never heard the full thing. So it's really awesome to hear from that side and not that one of ours is one of our testimonies is better than the other. But I think it's awesome to show that God can work with you no matter where you are, whether, you know, you've backslid or you've denounced him completely, or you have been not to make the sound bad, but almost like his most faithful little minion, like he can still use you, you know, like, yeah, there's, there's always room in everything and we're just two buffoons that are uh, able to tell a few people about that so we felt it was appropriate i would say yeah
1: and i i know one thing that's helped me is keeping some very few close friends i i personally i only have like five really close friends and zach being one of them actually probably my closest friend other than my wife um
0: different kind of friends. but
1: um yeah, but we, we, uh, I only keep a few close friends. I, throughout my history, I, I don't trust people very quickly. Um, I don't trust a lot of people. I trust very few people and Zach being one of them. And, um, uh, our, our whole group couch potatoes, I, I trust them with some things, but I trust Zach with anything and everything, but I, um, I'm, I'm not trustworthy of people because I don't trust people. I um, <laughs> like, I'm, well, I'm sure. going to stop telling um, you
0: things, I guess. Jeez.
1: <laughs> but but I, I don't trust people because I, I hated people and I saw what they did to me and I know what I did to people, but I'm getting better at that. So, but yeah. always, always, always keep those close knit friends that can encourage you in your walk and help you every single day. Yeah.
0: You need accountability partners. I mean, that's the, the easy term for it. people. You can be honest judgment, free zone, Willing to listen or talk to you or whatever. It's uh... even
1: though they sit there and make fun of your testimony as you're talking about it. Hey, uh... that
0: was that was one little slip up, okay? <laughs> I... But it was good though. It was a good one. <laughs> that, that's that's <laughs> <laughs> because I knew exactly what you meant but I know we're just we're children when it comes down to it so we'll wrap this up guys if you want to get in contact with us faithful gamers podcast at gmail.com you can let us know first games you played on you can send us uh, your testimony heck you can just say you hate our guts we truly don't care we just want to hear yep. from you uh we have instagram and twitch both at faithful gamers podcast we have facebook the faithful gamers podcast it's a group feel uh free to join we just post when things go live there there's a twitter uh, faithful underscore gamers so there's also patreon I, again we did that just for fun we're not expecting anyone to actually support us like that we're just really happy to do this keeps us accountable and uh, obviously we're having just a little bit of fun with it with some of the jokes that we make so my better co-host apparently you want to hit us with the outro
1: absolutely all right, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, like always, I'm going to annoy Zach. Always. We are and always will be the Faithful Gamers.
0: I'm Evan. And I'm Zach. We'll see you guys later.
1: See ya.